It was still raining in northern New Jersey when Michael and his three buddies left the hotel that evening. Not as heavy as before, it was soft and warm, as if the last drops would dissipate into the ground before the boys reached the car. Have you ever walked into a movie theater when it's raining only to come out two hours later and find it sunny? Dean asked. Yeah, Billy replied with a chuckle and a smirk. That's weird. Michael found it odd that Dean and Billy rarely talked about things that he found important. He almost felt as if the two shared some sort of secret, perhaps one that gave them an advantage in life that he wasn't fortunate enough to have. This would explain why the presentation they had all just seen didn't excite either of them, as much as it did him. Dean was the son of a prestigious bank vice president. Even as a teenager, he was never without the coolest gadgets and most expensive toys. At 30, he was more established than the others were. He no longer had to rent a house, but rather owned a home in a nice neighborhood and drove a gorgeous black Audi. Dean was on the fast track to success. He was following in his father's footsteps and working at the same branch, already in line to be the next junior VP. The friends took their usual seats in Dean's luxury car as the conversation continued without purpose. Billy jumped in the passenger seat while Michael and Tom took their places in the back. Drop me off first so I can catch the end of the game, Billy directed. His request didn't surprise Michael or the others. Billy worked in construction. He was a star athlete back in high school where he earned nine varsity letters. Baseball was his main sport, and although his high school heroics took place 12 years ago, he still acted as if he was the talk of the town. The truth, however, was that no one outside of the four of them even remembered Billy's athletic accomplishments. Twelve years is a long time, and in that time frame, many things have changed, except for Billy, of course. Whether or not he had a good day was usually determined by the outcome of the Yankees game the day before. His priorities were definitely jumbled. Perhaps that was one of the reasons why he had worked for five different contractors over the past year, unable to secure a steady job. Although they had been friends since high school, Billy had a way of getting on Michael's nerves. Maybe it was the way he made excuses for the prosperity and achievements of others. Billy would often say things like, He got lucky. Or... He only has money because his grandparents left it to him. Even if those reasons were valid, it was frustrating for Michael to hear Billy make excuses every time they talked about success. Michael believed that hard work had to come into the equation somewhere. Sadly, it wasn't in Billy's nature to give someone that much credit. He'd rather just chalk it up as luck. Michael couldn't remember the last time the two engaged in conversation without it becoming heated. Billy didn't use logic to explain his point of view, he used volume. If raising his voice didn't work, he would try to win arguments by flashing his signature smirk and rolling his eyes at the opposing party. This is why Michael preferred to sit behind Billy in the car. As they drove out of the hotel parking lot, Michael took it upon himself to initiate a conversation on what they had just seen. He looked at his buddy, who was sitting next to him. So what do you think, Tom? Tom was the quiet one. He was a thin accountant, who has skills with numbers but often lacks the ability to make eye contact with strangers. I don't know. Everything the guy said made sense, but I don't know anyone who would be interested in something like that. A peculiar response, Michael thought. You don't know anybody who would be interested in making more money, he asked. As expected, Billy jumped back in. You're not really considering doing it, are you, Michael? We came here to look at a way to make more money, didn't we? Michael asked. I mean... I'm barely getting ahead, you're no better off than I am, and Tom has a second child on the way. 
Billy rolled down his window, which caused some rain to enter the car and land on Michael's face. He couldn't help but to feel as if that was his friend's intention. I came because it was an excuse to have dinner and a couple of drinks with you guys, Billy said, justifying himself. Now that I've seen the business, we can say we're not interested and move on. Considering the facts that Michael and Tom don't drink and dinner was a slice of pizza in Hoboken, it was another one of Billy's senseless responses. Michael and the others were silent. Billy rested his arm on the door, leaned his head back, and completed his thought with, Nobody makes money in these get-rich-quick schemes. The guy at the hotel seemed to be doing very well, Michael replied nonchalantly. Hey, if you want to do it, then do it, Billy said, raising his voice with each word. He turned his head enough so that Michael could see his smirk. Let me know when you make your first million. All right, Billy, that's enough, Dean jumped in. He was usually the referee between the two. The conversation was held to a minimum as Dean...